Hey podcast lovers, welcome to Caffeine and High Hopes. I'm your host, Danny Weirden. You will be able to connect and listen to inspiring beings, local badasses, and overall good people. Honest conversations about business, relationships, parenthood, and everything in between can be found here. Get comfy and get ready to be motivated to live your best life. Hey everyone, welcome back. I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys had a great weekend and a great extra day off. I want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you to everyone who ordered merch last week. I greatly appreciate it. You guys surpassed my expectations and crushed the goal that I had completely out of the water. So it just it means so much to me that I have all these people supporting me and it's just it's absolutely incredible. So thank you. I will be contacting everyone uh, once all the orders are in and can either ship them or have them ready for pickup in Peace River or Grimshaw. I'm totally fine with that too. So yeah, I, I can't wait to see everyone in their swag with everything and uh just I'm I'm actually probably most pumped about the journals and to kind of see everyone go through their journal journey with their caffeine and high hopes journal so I just I can't say thank you enough um I want to let you guys know that I am still offering card readings right now I usually only have about two or three spots available per week I am booking usually about a week in advance um super easy you can pick whether you want a general reading or if you want a more in-depth reading the general reading is forty dollars and it gets you uh i think it's four cards i don't have my notes in front of me um yeah so you get the four cards it's just oracle cards and you get a little message from the universe i did just get a new deck though so i am offering a free bonus card to everybody and it's the self-care oracle so it gives you an idea of what part of your self-care that you really need to start focusing on. Uh, The in-depth readings, they are an eight-card spread, and that means you get four cards from an Oracle deck and four cards uh, from the Tarot deck. So you get a lot more messages, and it's a little more in-depth, and we can really zone in on whatever it is you want to focus on. So this is really good for like career or relationships or whatever. If you have a major question, you don't have to have anything specific either. I have done a few for people that they were kind of like, I just, I want to know like what's coming up, like give me all the dirty details. So it's totally fine if you don't have anything specific either. Um, and yeah, you can DM to book those or email. I will be getting them on to the website. My plan is to get that finished up this week and then you can just book online, which will be super exciting and convenient. So yeah, I appreciate everyone who has booked in already. It's been amazing. Like it's it's only getting better, it feels like. And I'm really getting to connect with people a lot more and just kind of help people out which feels absolutely incredible so that has been really good and uh i'm just i'm loving it so if you're interested in one send me a message and i want to let you know that there is a local collaboration in the works right now with a maker in the area that i am so excited about i I can't give you guys details yet. I want it to be a surprise, but you are going to be very excited. And it's going to be once once the collaboration is done, I I will be having some pretty sweet packages for Christmas coming out. So there's your hint. I'm not telling you anymore, but you're going to love it. Uh, Life update. Things are very busy, but in a very good way. Uh, This past week had a lot of unexpected good things happen and it's it's been really eye-opening and I finally feel like all all the work that I've put into manifesting and doing things I'm I'm starting to see it all take shape and I will have more details soon on it but right now I am immensely grateful and so happy that I persisted in doing all these things that I've been working on because it is all 
it's all coming. It's all coming to life, and I am thrilled. So this this next year is going to be pretty freaking cool, I think. But yeah, days are full, but my heart is also very, very full. Uh, Casey is getting geared up for Halloween. He's been pestering me to wear his Halloween costume almost every day. So that's been pretty fun. I I need to figure out what I'm dressing up as. Um, if you have any hilarious good ideas for Halloween, send them my way. I'm I'm more one of those people that I like to do something funny, and uh, yeah. So we'll see what I come up with. But if you have a really good idea, definitely send it my way. Uh, all right. Well, I just finished recording with the amazing Taya Almond. And, uh, it was such, it was such a good episode. We connected a lot. She is someone that I kind of found on Instagram when I had first started the podcasting journey. And, uh, I was so thrilled to have her on and to talk with. So we're getting into, you know, kind of the behind the scenes of how she started her podcast and what she's gotten out of it. And there's some tips and tricks for anyone who's thinking about starting their own. So I really think, you guys will enjoy it and uh yeah so continue listening and i will talk to you all later enjoy okay everyone today we have a fellow podcaster she is very inspirational uplifting and an absolute ray of sunshine she interviews incredible people and is such a powerful voice to listen to and learn from so i would like to welcome on taya allman wow what an intro <laughs> You can't see me right now, but I am blushing. Thank you so much. Those are very kind, kind words. Well, yeah, you're doing such beautiful work. And I was so happy you agreed to do this. I I mean, listening from, uh, well, it was a couple weeks ago now when you guys, you and your brother had released that episode. And I was like, I love this. I love hearing like you being interviewed. So I was like, I have to reach out and just see see how open you were to it. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is exciting. Um, So let's kind of before we get into everything, tell us a bit about yourself. Like, where do you live? What are you doing? That kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. So I live in Calgary, Alberta. And I don't know how detailed you want, like if you want my address. (laughs) Maybe don't say your address. (laughs) We can go deep if you want. Um, Yeah, I live in Calgary, Alberta, and uh, my day job is I'm a communication specialist. Mm -hmm. And this podcast world is just my passion project. And it's, it's been one of the best adventures of my life. I'm just loving it. That's so amazing. It's it's so cool to hear people like following following those passions and really diving into it cuz I don't I just I don't see a lot of people doing it. So when you do, it's just it's so amazing. And I don't know. It's so it's so encouraging for others as well to see like you can do this and you can follow those things that you love. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. It took me a long time to get here, you know, and as I reflect Mm -hmm. back, I had realized that I spent like a decade of my life, um, not really setting goals. And Mm -hmm. I think back and I'm like, Oh my God, a decade of my life. Like imagine where I would have been if I would have pursued it earlier. Right. Yes. But the most important thing obviously is you can't dwell on that. But one really important thing about that time in my life was I consistently surrounded myself with people who were doing that, who Uh, were pursuing their passion. Yep. And I was watching them create all these goals and like, can you swear on this podcast? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I was watching them just like make shit happen in their life. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, I can't ignore, like, I can't ignore my desire to do something more meaningful I have to take at least one step towards making it happen yeah and so that's kind of a long story but I think that's important too is surrounding yourself by those people oh big time because that kind of gets the fire burning and kind of gives you that kick in the ass of like hey all these people are doing cool things like why aren't why aren't you or you know take that first step or see where it goes or whatever And I think it is important to have those kinds of people because if you think about it, if you don't, nothing is ever going to be kind of put in your face. 
Yeah, they say you're the sum of your collective. Mm -hmm. So those people around you, and I think there's a lot of truth to that if people were to be honest with themselves and they look around their lives at their community and who they surround themselves with, they might find that they're all kind of in similar places in their life. Mm -hmm. And if that is the case and you're listening right now and you're like, man, that is the case and I don't <laughs> want it to be, break out of it because yes. you can be that one person that gets the other ones fired up, you know? Well, it's, it's like a domino effect. Like as soon mm -hmm. as you see one person going and doing something that they absolutely love and are passionate about, it kind of gets everyone else excited and then gets them thinking of like, well, what could I do? And yes. it, is, it is a really interesting thing. And I think more people need to kind of trust that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'm finding fascinating is that you don't even have to, to talk about it. You just have to embody it. You just mm -hmm. have to be doing it. And that's usually enough for other people to say, you know, that person seems to be living a pretty good life. Like I want a little bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there you go. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's so, so true. Um, okay. Well, let's, let's dive into the podcast then. So give us a brief kind of description of it and then we'll kind of get into like what made you start it yeah so the podcast is basically you know it's interviews with successful entrepreneurs musicians artists it's basically exploring human potential through their stories mm -hmm. and in it they give all their lessons of what they've learned along their journey tips and tricks so that whoever's listening can take those and implement them into their own lives and make positive things happen. And a really big part of the podcast is wanting to build a, an inclusive community because my brother and I both acknowledge that not everybody has a community that really lifts them up mm -hmm. and builds them up. And that says, you know, you're capable, like you can do anything you want and here's how, and here's why. Yep. And so we want to be that that avenue for, you know, in a split second, someone can put in their earphones or they can hook up their phone to their, their car, wherever they are, go for a workout. And all of a sudden they have that there. Yeah. And so that's always been super important to us. And that's, yeah. And that's so true though, because you think about it, sometimes that's all people have is, you know, whether it's a podcast or whatever, but not everyone has a super strong support system to kind of motivate them and help them along the way. So that's amazing. Absolutely. You know, and I, I think about it and I know we're going to talk more about this, but even I had a very special, beautiful relationship, say with my mom, where mm -hmm. from a very young age, she told me I could do and be anything I wanted. And the power in that is that I believed her. Yes. But I'm realizing that a lot of people don't have that. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but they might not have that in a mom or a dad or whatever that might be. And if you're listening and that's the case, there's nothing wrong with that. You just have to be resourceful and seek yes. out those people and those platforms like yours as well, Danny, your podcast and keep listening to oh, it. Right. You. Yeah. <laughs> but it is true. Like it's, it's not a bad thing if you don't have that physically like in your family group or your friend group or whatever, but you can find it. And once you do, it can make a huge difference. Absolutely. 100%. And I'm so sorry, but my dog does this every interview oh, no. I do. He oh, like, doesn't want to come in for it. And then right as it starts, he's like banging on the door. Oh, so I'm just going to very quickly let okay. him in. Okay. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> we will take a quick pause and wait for him to come back. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. No worries. I've had mine like bark and do whatever <laughs> at home. So yeah, get it. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get into then. So what kind of, what made you decide to start it? Like give us kind of the bones of, you know, were you going into it knowing you wanted to start it with your brother? Like what was kind of the basis of everything? Right. Okay. Can I give you like the bones and like the meat sandwich, like everything. Yes. <laughs> Give us everything. <laughs> yeah, we have to put a little mayonnaise on there. Yes. Um, so it was kind of a few things that brought it together, but basically three and a half years ago, 
uh, I was going through life and it was great and it was good. I was raised by a single mother and was really close with my mom and my brother. And then it was around Christmas time and I kind of knew something was off when my mom couldn't make it to Christmas dinner because she was like a social butterfly and she loved Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And so she had gotten some tests done and she essentially went from being a very uh, strong, independent, healthy woman, like to the point where we were planning our dream trip to Paris together and Uh, it's going to be super special uh, to being diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer and given four months to live. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so I think when you love someone so much and you see them pass away Mm -hmm. and you're part of that, I think there's just this monumental shift in the core of your being. Yeah. And you begin to see your time here differently. You know, I began to realize that life could be really fleeting. It could be here one second and gone the next. And just that time is one of the most beautiful resources we have. And it's such a gift. Mm -hmm. And so after she passed away, I really leaned on my grandma because she was like a second mom with us. And Mm -hmm. she was just the best, you know, she'd always come to my soccer games and she'd run up and down the cheer, up and down the sideline cheering me on. And, uh, even to the point where the referee had to ask her like multiple times to remove herself from oh the my soccer gosh. field. <laughs> she'd run on and she'd start kicking the soccer ball. Oh, um, but uh, anyway, so I leaned on her and then a year after my mom passed, my grandma passed. Oh my goodness. And, uh, yeah. And I remember going into my grandma's hospital room and she was really upset because she didn't have a window in her room. Oh. And she loved to look out the window. Like she just loved to see the sunshine. Mm-hmm. And so that night I went home and I stopped at a dollar store and I just grabbed as many art supplies as I could. And I created a window oh. and like, keep in mind, I'm terrible at art and like failed <laughs> it three years in a row. So it wasn't the most beautiful window, but it had curtains and it had a mountain horizon. Oh, some bunnies and a butterfly and of course the giant sun yeah and I remember going in and putting it up on her wall and she just looked at me and her eyes kind of welled up and she just said thank you Mm -hmm. and as I reflect I should have been the one thanking her because I realized you know not then but I realize it now that that window symbolized something really important in my own life, it symbolized the power of perception. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, of how we see our own lives when we look into the window, like, are we happy with what we see? Mm -hmm. Do we think there's more out there for us? And are we willing to take that leap? And so fast forward about two and a half years, I don't know, I'm bad at math. (laughs) 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 Of just like a lot of counseling. Mm -hmm. And a lot of ugly cry breakdowns unexpectedly at the grocery store. (laughs) And and then came the creation of Up Top Podcast Mm -hmm. in, you know, really in honor of those who we've loved and lost up top, but also in honor of those who crave more out of life and just Mm -hmm. really want to kick some serious ass (laughs) and make things happen. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of the story. And with my brother. Yeah. I I have to say, so once I got the idea, I just became obsessed with it. And it was all I could think of. And I said, Chad, you know, I have this idea. And would you ever consider working together? And him and I had always thought in some way in life, we'd end up working together. Mm -hmm. When we were kids, we used to make little Saturday night live skits together and stuff. (laughs) And so I asked him and he just looked at me and without hesitation, he just said, as long as you do all the work and I get all the credit, I'm in. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it just like has such a sarcastic sense of humor. Oh. And I'm like, okay. And from that point on, I have to say, I owe him so much. You know, he's been committed from the beginning and, and we knew right away we didn't want to half-ass anything. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's given me so much of his time and effort and it wouldn't be where it is without him. So I'm super thankful. That's 
That's amazing. I love that because you don't hear of many siblings like doing stuff together. <laughs> yeah. so that, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, exactly. Did you guys, so when you started it, like you went in with knowing you wanted to interview people, correct? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I actually graduated in journalism and I, I love hearing people's stories. I always have. Mm -hmm. So I knew that was something. And I've also always had this weird obsession with microphones. (laughs) Yes, that was in your, that was in that episode. God, did I laugh at that. Yeah. So even as a kid, I loved microphones and I begged. uh, It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) We're going to take a quick pause here um, so you can let her dog out and we will be back. All right. Okay. Um, no. You're really good at that. You're getting good at those little <laughs> yeah. Well, just little interludes here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I uh, I begged my parents to get me a karaoke machine, and they did. And like you know, you know the expression like yes. bless their hearts because yes. I'm sure it was not good. Like I'm zero <laughs> musical talent. But I loved singing Beauty and the Beast at that time. That was my jam. And uh, so, yeah, anyway, the podcast and journalism and my love for microphones kind of came full. It all kind of tied together. Yeah. Um, So was it kind of a new concept to you, like the whole podcasting world? Or was it something that you were kind of familiar with then? I had like every day at lunch, I'd do yoga and I'd just go sneak into a boardroom and I'd listen to a podcast and do yoga. So I had known of them. Okay. But the whole um, the whole process of creating one, editing it, producing it, marketing mm-hmm. it, growing an audience, uh, all those types of things, booking guests, I didn't know. I didn't know anything about. So I really started from from the bottom, you know, <laughs> figuring it all out. Yeah, but that's. I mean, everyone does. Mm. Like that's that's just part of it. Oh, Did I loved you- it. Well, and because it is kind of, especially when you're passionate about it, it's like, I want to find out everything. I want to know everything. And you can like deep dive into stuff, but you, and I actually, this isn't a question on here, but I thought of it because you had studied quite a few things before you started, like before you launched and stuff. And you had some good resources you had mentioned in your one episode there. So why don't we, why don't we kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So, and just let me know if there's anything, like if I miss anything when I touch on it, but Mm. um, Amy Porterfield is phenomenal. She has a podcast and she was somebody, a friend, an entrepreneur had recommended. Okay. So if anyone's looking to start a company or a podcast, she Mm -hmm. has a great one for you. She'll talk about getting really good with your target audience. Uh, you know, yeah. really digging into what do they look like, you know, yes. even what do they dress? What do they do on Sundays? Who mm-hmm. do they hang out with? Where do they go? Uh, so that you can cater your content specifically to that audience. Yeah. Uh, Pat Flynn is an incredible podcaster who you can YouTube him and find so many great videos on equipment and even things like how to monetize a podcast, yes. how to make yeah. money off of it. Yeah. Things like that. So that was really helpful as well. Okay. And uh, yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Because I feel like it is becoming a more mainstream thing. So there's a lot more people that are curious kind of about it or not, not quite sure where to start. So this is good. Now, now we have some, some resources for you guys to check out and uh, kick things off. But I, this is where I want to get into kind of the nitty gritty with you and kind of go into like, did you have any struggles or doubts with things in the beginning? Or maybe you still do. I don't know. But how, how does that look or how did you manage that? Right. Okay. So the obvious answer to that would be, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, of course I did. Right. Yeah. Um, but if I'm being honest. I didn't because it just, it felt so right. It just, that's exactly it. It just, I felt with my whole heart that if we put in, you know, every bit of work we could, and if we had the drive and the conviction that whatever we were creating and putting into the world had the capability to do good, Mm -hmm. that it would lead us on a good path. That's And I just really felt that way, you know, but it's a great question. I think on a much, broader spectrum Mm -hmm. when we're talking about doubts and struggles 
I've definitely had those. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like everyone. And I think it's really important when we do to acknowledge those and kind of explore them. Right now, I'm really into like neuroscience and positive mm -hmm. psychology. Mm -hmm. So there's this uh, neuroscientist, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and she talks about how if a thought or a trigger in our mind or an emotion is suppressed for too long, it becomes entrenched in our neural pathways. Mm -hmm. And that's why people tend to repeat negative patterns in their life. That so makes that's so why, much sense. Yeah. So that's why, you know, if you have a friend that's like, I always pick the wrong guys, mm -hmm. like I always pick the bad guys, or, you know, why did I have that, you know, one night stand, whatever it is, yeah. it's because they haven't dealt with these issues that are usually part of their past. Yeah. But what I think's cool is she says, if we, if we give those emotions and triggers light and we acknowledge them and we say, we get curious about where they stem from. And then we say, you know, that's a part of our past, but it doesn't have to be part of our future. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Then mm -hmm. the thought is actually malleable enough that we can reframe and reconceptualize it in a mm -hmm. way that's serving us for a more positive future. And that's I was just so like, good. oh, that's so <laughs> sweet, right? Yes. I love that. Yeah. It's and so true though. Like you need to dig into things, like find the root, find the trigger. And because I don't think a lot of people realize they have the power to change stuff for themselves. Yeah. Like it is there. And, and it's it so, it's so with our thoughts too, right? Like, yes, absolutely. I know going through like that, going through the losses and different mm -hmm. things in my life, I knew that I had to reframe my thinking patterns to get out of that funk. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're exactly right. That's the power. And I know you, you had an episode about this too, about how yes. if we don't deal with these things, they manifest physically in our bodies mm -hmm. as well. And that is scientifically proven. Yes, it is. And that's yeah. where, that's where I really liked having that conversation. Um, with Jen about that because that's what she works on specifically and she sees it so much and it it does because you think of people who have like chronic pain but also chronic behavioral patterns and there's usually links between it so it's it's amazing but yeah I think we can definitely all kind of take the fact that there's always going to be like struggles and doubts that kind of thing yeah but it's feels really good and you're passionate about it, there might not always be, mm -hmm. which is, yeah. Nice. And yeah. it kind of, that too, like is also motivating because if something feels really good, you're just going to keep moving forward with it. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I want to ask you then kind of go into the basis of the podcast and stuff, but what has been like your major goal with the podcast? Oh, I think that's just it. I think it's to put out a quality product that can bring good to the world that yes. can help people who maybe are struggling, you know, mm -hmm. or who, or who just want to be lifted up, yeah. you know, who yeah. are just like, there's so much noise in the world. I want to take a break and hear a really positive story, you know, that yeah. maybe it'll make me cry and maybe it'll make me laugh and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <You> <laughs> well, know? and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think ultimately my brother and I both have a dream of finding a way of giving back uh, on a bigger, on a bigger scale, on a bigger mm -hmm. level, but we just, uh, we don't know what that will be yet, but we're constantly kind of thinking of different ideas. It's there. The, yeah. the seed is there. You just haven't quite got the details yeah. yet. Yeah. Like we've done super, um, super cool like little random acts of kindness around the city and stuff mm -hmm. and one of my favorite ones was surprising our there was this lady that works at max like now circle k and yeah. in our old neighborhood when we were kids and she's worked there forever and she's still there her name's oh aurora yeah and, uh, she was the nicest lady and knew everybody's name and we always kind of said because this before i went away to university my mom's friend was a nurse and she gave me an envelope with a hundred dollars in it. And she Aww. said, this is for you to go chase your dreams. And I know one day you'll be able to pay it forward. Oh. And so I always 
held that and I thought, I am going to pay it forward. And maybe one day I can do, you know, do something for Aurora. You know, I always had that. Yes. And so we went in there around Christmas time and just surprised her. Aww. It was like the best feeling ever. And she's so sweet and she still knew our name. (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So things like that have been really special and Mm -hmm. feel really good. But yeah, we'd like to figure out a way to kind of like give back on a bigger scale. Right. Yeah. It'll come. I have, yeah, I can see it with you guys. Like you're very, you're very driven with stuff, so it'll happen. Hey, how about you? Do you mind if I turn the tables and what's your ultimate goal? I guess, um, well, kind of the same thing. Like my goal with the podcast is just to kind of enlighten people and inspire them on a deeper level. I just, I really want to connect with people and kind of just give them like the little breadcrumbs of like, hey, you can do this or you can do that. Or if you need to feel better or whatever, and then just motivate them to, to feel really good about themselves. Cause I don't mm-hmm. think we get enough of that anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. And where do you think your desire to want to do that stems from? You know how they say like we teach what we need or like, yes. And like, I, I feel like, because I have, I mean, I'm not that old, but I feel like I've gone through a lot in this lifetime already. And I mean, I have a great support system. Like I have great people around me and I have all throughout the years, but I felt like I always felt really boxed in about stuff. And even just going through a lot of things and not being able to have super open conversations about it and realizing later on that, okay, I wasn't the only one to deal with that. And there's others that have, and Mm -hmm. being able to have those conversations and just kind of give the mic over and say like, Hey, you're not alone in this stuff. And Mm -hmm. okay to talk about real life stuff that, you know, maybe people think are taboo or whatever, but I think that's where it kind of stems from of like, let's just, let's just open the floor up kind of and talk about anything and everything. And yeah. So that's, that's really cool. I love hearing more about your story because I've been curious about that and I know there's a lot more in there. (laughs) (laughs) There is, I guess I did dive into it in one of the first episodes there I kind of touched on a few things but even since then there's been so much so I I do need to do like a like a tell-all episode I feel like (laughs) yeah well I will listen to it yeah (laughs) um okay we're gonna let's circle back a little bit here is there anyone that you look up to for motivation to help you pursue all these goals that you have like with podcast Okay, so I would be remiss if I didn't say Tony Robbins. Uh, yes, yep. Now, I know there are a lot of, some people have strong feelings about him, you know? Yes, yeah. Some people are like, he's not for me. He's not even close for me, Which you know? Which is fine. And, and I'll be honest, going in, he was kind of the one that really got me out of a lot of stuff. So yeah. that's why I have to say this. Yeah. But when I first went to one of his conferences, I was just like really wanted to get out of the funk and was kind of soaking up anything I could to do it. Yep. And I knew that knowledge and awareness was an important part of it. And so I went to his conference and I was like, he could be crazy. I don't know, (laughs) but I'm just going to be all in. Like if he makes us do jumping jacks, I'm going to do jumping jacks. Just get through it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it ended up, absolutely like changing my life and helping me rebuild a really difficult relationship I had with my dad Mm. for many years that I had no idea could could be repaired in such a beautiful way yeah and now we have a great relationship and so I owe a lot of that uh to him so I have to say that he also has an incredible book called Awaken the Giant Within Oh, I've seen that. I haven't read it yet. For anyone interested in like really putting in the time and digging super deep and getting into it, it is the best book ever. Uh, And then I would say Mark Groves. He's a human connection specialist. He's incredible. He is amazing. I love his stuff so much. 
Yeah. So he has a phenomenal podcast and he basically like he's helped thousands of people uh, develop really beautiful relationships, not just with partners and others, but also mm-hmm. within themselves. Yeah. And I think, wow, what a fulfilling job. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. know that's, that's goals. Yeah. And then Erin Sky Kelly, uh, she has toured with Tony Robbins and she does a lot of work in the area of values. And how values are the foundation of every decision that we make. Mm -hmm. And that's why when we're not clear on our values, we make decisions that don't serve us. Like, you know, binge drinking or having a one night stand and waking up the next morning and feeling crappy. Because if you're not certain on your values, you're going to be easily swayed. So I think that's really important work. And then uh, Brandon Collinsworth, he has such a remarkable story. He was dropped out of school at the age of 16. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was homeless, living on the streets in a very impoverished area of Las Vegas. And one day found a book and started reading and just fell in love with reading. And he enrolled himself in a junior college, like flew through it and became an Ivy League scholar. Oh my God. And a Nike master trainer, which is what like an honor that's bestowed on very few people in the entire world. That's incredible. And, um, so yeah, I'm still like pinching myself that I was <laughs> able to get those three people on the podcast. Yeah. Like people that I really, really look up to and admire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say those are, those are people I really look to for for guidance. I love that. And like such interesting stories, but also it kind of gives you the fact of like, if you want to do something, like you can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So, and this kind of ties in with that. So like interviewing inspirational people, I mean that like, what a treat. Like you must get so much out of it, but what has been your biggest takeaway then from those kinds of interviews? Oh, I think there are certain themes that come out of them uh, that are consistent with everyone we interview. Mm -hmm. And I would say like one of them is just a really strong belief in something greater than themselves. Uh, Doesn't have to be religious at all, but it's just a belief in their, in their purpose Mm-hmm. or in their desire to help and make a positive impact in the world, that seems to, people become successful when they have that mission. I don't yes. know. It just seems to be yeah. a theme. Uh, and it's what a beautiful, like, what a beautiful mission to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is perspective. That really stands out for me, the power of perspective. And it's so fascinating when you think that the human brain receives 11 million bits of information a second, but it yep. can only process 40 bits. Mm-hmm. So we have to selectively scan our environment and choose what bits of information we want to put in our mind. Yep. And based on whatever we choose, it creates the reality within with which we live and how we perceive the world. Mm-hmm. And that's how like my view of the world could differ from yours, could differ from right. someone else's, et cetera, right? Yeah. And so a prime example of this is one of the people, Jen Bricker Bauer is her name, and mm-hmm. she was born without legs, abandoned yes. at birth, mm-hmm. and not even given a name. And then this couple out of Illinois decided they wanted to adopt her. And they said very early on, we will raise her the same way we've risen our two sons who are Mm -hmm. able-bodied. Grow up to believe that she is strong, capable, and can accomplish anything she puts her mind to. And this is, she went on to become the champion gymnast of the state of Illinois. And when I say that, like she was competing against able-bodied elite athletes and Mm -hmm. she won. (laughs) And she didn't Yeah, and she didn't wear a prosthetic. She didn't have a wheelchair. There were no exceptions to the rules. Oh my God. She went on, she played volleyball, basketball, baseball, and she went on to tour the world with Britney Spears on one of the highest grossing musical tours. That's just uh, unreal. As an aerialist, like twirling through the air. <laughs> grief. And uh, her story, there are just so many twists and turns. And when you find out who her biological parents are, you're just like blown away. Yeah. My point is she could have perceived her life. It could have gone two different ways, right? It could have gone 
where she got really down and depressed and felt like she couldn't do or be anything, right? Mm -hmm. Or it could have gone where she thought she was totally capable and could do anything just like anyone else. Yep. And that changed the trajectory of her life. Yeah. And I, oh, yeah. Like, it's such an incredible story. And, but it does go to show again, like, you know, you can create your circumstances. Like, it's, if she wouldn't have believed that she could do it, she probably wouldn't have. But because she was like brought up that way to like, you can do whatever you want. Like you, you're totally capable. And then she did it. <laughs> exactly. You know, cause she was saying in the episode that the doctors said she'd live in a bucket. Like oh. she'd have a little bucket her whole life. Yeah. And that was it. And her parents said, no, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's all it takes. Like it's, it just takes that like one little direction and like they, they handed it to her and was like, this is how, how we're going to do it. And that's, that's so amazing. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Um, okay. Next question that I have, and this is kind of, well, we kind of touched on it a bit, but for anyone that wants to get into podcasting or starting one or whatever, do you have any advice for them then to really get into it and just to like launch it successfully? Yeah, I think, I think start today, start this minute, start this second right now and just get into researching it. Mm -hmm. Listen to as many podcasts as you can and take note of what you like, what you don't like. Yep. Um, I think research and we touched on it before, so I won't, I won't really go there, but like research is really important. And I think to be really selective about your guests, you know, because Mm. the stories of your guests are going to be what people, the value and the benefit that people walk away from. Yes. Really be conscious of, of who you book and don't, don't sell yourself short. You can book, you can ask anyone you want if they'll be on your podcast. They can say no. Yes. <laughs> I've had that happen. Oh, where yeah. Like, where they're like, how much money do you offer? Like, how much for <sighs> to have this person? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying. I don't have on. <laughs> It's not funded. Um, but just know that you can ask. And I've certainly found that I'm sure you have too, that when you extend it, you're more pleasantly surprised than you are disappointed that people say yes. Well, a lot of, cause yeah, a lot of people are excited to share their story or their, you know, success or whatever. Like it depends on what you're interviewing them about, but yeah, like I haven't had anyone say no, but I also, I haven't branched out into, um, like really big, big names yet, which I'm hoping to. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's definitely on the list there, but it's really like the worst, the worst thing that could happen is you're going to be told no. And that's really not that bad. (laughs) It's not, it's not that bad at all. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I even said like, so one time I was told no and and I just wrote, cause it was for, they wanted to know how much money I'd be able to pay. And I said, I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, like I can't, I wish I could, but I can't do that. Um, but may I ask, you know, it's always good if they say no to say, may I ask how I could have pitched this better? Mm-hmm. You know, is yes. there a different way I could have pitched this? Or is there anything that would have made this interview possible? Yep. Um, that it's always a learning for tool. feedback. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. And for example, I just put out two invites and I really, really want these people to come on. And so I put it out two, two days ago and I'm like, I check my email every five minutes, nothing, nothing, right? <laughs> but it's, then it's like, well, you got to follow up. You got to show yes. like how passionate you are about having them on, how much it yeah. means, you know? Yeah. And then for tips too, I would say with your questions, put a lot of time into researching your guests. Oh yeah. Because that will impress them, mm-hmm. you know, that you've done your homework. And when you draft your questions, you know, have them ready and organized, but also be flexible to the flow of conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, because so often there are like gold nuggets in the middle of it that if you could, like, if you weren't so structured in your questions and you moved to the next question, you could have asked a follow-up in there that would have given you something that could have separated your interview from someone else's. So I think that's, 
that's important. And then just uh, have grace in the fact that your podcast will evolve and that that's, that's important and that's part of it. And like, you should be happy about that, you know, so have grace and enjoy the process. Well, yeah. And just know that what you start with may not be the exact same as what you end up with. Like there's, there's so many aspects that you can change and tweak along the way and like, don't get caught up in thinking it has to be the exact same every single episode. Like you, you kind of have the freedom to do whatever you want with it and you're going to evolve and grow as a person. So like, it's fine if your podcast does as well. Mm -hmm. that's so true and I I do think that every step we kind of take along our path whatever it is it's there for a reason it serves Mm -hmm. as a lesson and it'll you know if you start a podcast say like you have right now or what you know and then you turn into you're doing one on race cars like that's okay that's fine (laughs) like just update everything (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) just update your website yeah and you're good (laughs) Yeah, that's so true though. But, and it's like that with everything because I feel like a lot of people have the belief that if they start out on one path that they're locked in it, they have to, whether, and whether that's podcasting or life or whatever, but you have the free will to change things, to change your direction, to, you know, if you, if you decide one day, like, I don't want to interview people about this anymore. I want to go into this side of things. That's fine. Like you mm-hmm. explore it because obviously it's a reason it's coming up or that you want to change it. There's something there. So I, yeah, I just, I agree. Like follow whatever feels right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I do to kind of go off of that then, Cause you had kind of shared a story with me over our messages on Instagram and about how you kind of learned how to like stay true to yourself and everything from going to university. So if you don't mind sharing, I, I want to hear that story a little bit cause I've, I'm intrigued and I feel like the listeners will also be very intrigued. <laughs> right. So, um, so I guess, uh, <laughs> what, what, what's the exact question though? Just, okay. So tell me, tell me about your experience with the university that you went down into. In the right. State. Okay. So when I was, when I was 18, I was given a full ride soccer scholarship to the U S which was my, my ultimate Amazing. dream. Yeah. My dream in life. And, uh, I had a couple of best girlfriends that were already down at this same university and it happened to be a private university in Oklahoma that was like a division one university amazing mm-hmm. soccer um but there's a bit there's a bit of a catch <laughs> like it also happened to be a very very um religious university like mm-hmm. so it's called oral roberts university okay and uh you know to the point where like when you drive up to the university there's just these giant golden praying hands they're like oh. 30 feet okay and you know the coaches like were you a very religious person at the time or no so that's an important thing to add to the story (laughs) thank you for bringing that up (laughs) so that's also the kicker was that I didn't grow up in a religious family and okay never you know really been to church and wasn't exposed to that at all and this was a I forget the exact kind of religion but very um like they spoke tongues you know, when they do prayers, they were speaking tongues and they were like healing people on stage. And Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so lots of rules, like you had to go to chapel twice a week. And if you didn't, you were fined. Oh, wow. Um, You had dress code. You had to sign out. If you left the campus, you couldn't live off campus unless you were like 24 and married or something. Wow. (laughs) And And then there was one time where like school just, they closed school down and instead of going to classes, you just went to church three times a day. And I remember, I remember them, you know, saying a a big, you know, sermon on stage and saying, you know, we will bolt these doors closed, you know, kind of thing. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? Yeah, (laughs) that's a red flag. Going on. And then I remember the president and his wife, uh, Richard and Lindsay, I remember them asking us to call them like Papa Bear and Mama Bear. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel wild. like alarm bells would be going off in my head. <laughs> this is wild. And, and so the, the incredible thing about this is that I made some of the best friends of my life because a lot of the athletes stuck together and came from similar backgrounds to my yep. own or were on similar journeys. Uh, but what was difficult, I guess, was the, the judging, you know, when you're at a university and everyone thinks you're, you're going to hell, essentially, if mm -hmm. you don't say a certain prayer and that you're not, you know, all these things. And I remember we used to get, people would slip notes under the door, you know, just <laughs> saying like, Jesus loves you and come to the Lord. And, yep. and, and that's cool. You know, if you grow up in a, in a religious environment, but if you don't, it was quite a bit of a shock. Yeah. And I remember taking a drink from the, the water fountain and this chaplain, she'd come out of nowhere. <laughs> she'd always like, it was an all girls dorm because it had to be. Oh yes, of course. And she was always, she was wearing like this skimpy lingerie outfit, like always. What? Always. This is, it. what a bizarre place. <laughs> and she'd just start, she'd start rubbing your back and she'd say a little, like a little prayer in your ear. And I, I just remember freezing and I was like, uh, I'm not, <laughs> this doesn't feel right, you know? Well, yeah. Um, but what I learned during that time was that uh, really how to stay strong in who you are, regardless of who mm -hmm. everyone thinks you should be yep. and to never try and fit a particular mold if it doesn't feel right to you. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I'm still working on is a lesson that it taught me about judging people. And I think during that time, I felt really judged, like yes. as athletes felt oh, yeah. really judged. Um, but then I reflect and I'm like, well, I also judged back. Like I judged uh, pretty yes. hard back, you yeah. know? And I, uh, I realized that whenever we judge people, it just constricts our ability to understand one another. Mm -hmm. And I think, especially in today's day and age, that that's really important, <laughs> you oh, know? big time. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to agree with them, but there is something to be said with, with at least uh, being compassionate. Yes. Yes. That's, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. In a way, like if their yeah. beliefs are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like just being open to like a, allow people to be the way they are. You can be your own self. You don't need to judge them for their decisions. Like yeah, compassion and carry on kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I remember the Dean, I remember getting into some trouble because that was like, obviously well, like, it was yeah. impossible not to <laughs> and so I remember being in the dean's office and her just saying to me and my teammate that this was kind of close to the last straw oh uh, yeah and she was saying you know some people you know those little kid toy things where you try and fit shapes into other shapes yes like a ball yeah well, she was like, some people are just like circles trying to fit into a square hole. <laughs> she was doing this demo and she's like, you, you're like this, you know, some oh, no. people just don't fit in here. Oh. <laughs> I remember at the time, you know, like <laughs> laughing afterwards. Um, yes. But you know what? She was right. Like, well, that's right. Yep. And then you would, you know, we got to a point where when it's time to move on, you move on. And that brought me to, you know, finishing my degree in journalism and, and having a different experience that was wonderful too. So, yeah. And at least you got to, you kind of got to use it as a learning experience yeah. <laughs> and, and then and, set yourself up to know like, okay, that's not what I want to deal with or be around. And Right. And, and, and if you're listening and you're religious, like, please don't take that yeah, the don't wrong take way. The, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like I said, that's kind of what I learned was that there are all these different, you know, mm -hmm. subgroups and that yep. that's okay. And that I think it's cool to believe in something bigger than ourselves, whatever that might be. Oh yeah. And 
I'm incredibly thankful that I got to play soccer at that level and make those incredible friends that I'm still friends with to this day and love mm-hmm. with all my heart. So there's yeah. lots of good that comes out of unusual, different situations. Yes. It just wasn't quite your, your scene, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. fine. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, dance. thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I, yeah, when you kind of gave me that little tidbit, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Like we, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Um, okay. I just have, I really just have one question before we wrap up. And that was like, how, how has this podcast that you've started, how has it changed your life? That is a good question. That is a strong question. <laughs> There's um, a lot in that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has given me purpose and passion, and I had been missing that for a long time. Yeah. And I think when you do something like this and you can wake up on a Monday morning excited yes. and like doing the moonwalk down the hallway, yes. I think. I think that's a good sign, you know, that you're on the right path. That's amazing. And because that's what we should all be striving for is to be able to wake up on a Monday and be pumped for what's ahead. Yeah. Because I I don't, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You go ahead. Okay. Yeah. We're so, we're such, we're such Canadians. (laughs) Um, I just, I feel like a lot of people get hung up in thinking they just have to work a mundane job and do all these things and go through the motions and it's normal, I'm doing air quotes right now, to not fully enjoy it. Like, oh, it's Monday, back to work, like just living for the weekend and it doesn't have to be like that. No, like why live for two days when you could live for seven? Exactly. And right? if and not I, yeah. working out, change it. <laughs> You're so right. We all, yeah, I, I feel that very strongly that just mm-hmm. gets sucked into that routine and it, it's not necessarily a routine that's serving you. Yeah. And I think of, you know, parents and when they tell their kids so often, right, that you can do anything you what? want, dream big, never yes. give up, like never stop pursuing your passion. And I wonder, like, when did we stop? when does that quit? Like, is it once we get to be like 18 or adults and we're like, all of a sudden it's just limiting. We're like, Oh no, no, that's crazy. If I, if I do that or whatever. Yeah. Like when do we stop believing that? And what an incredible gift and invitation for parents to be role models that show their kids Hey, you know, like, like you, for example, you have a little son Yes. and you have your own business and then you're also doing this for him to see like firsthand. Oh, that's what I should be doing. You can do creative stuff alongside of other things. Like it's, Mm. and yeah, absolutely. Like that's definitely one of my goals for him is to be like, look at, if you want to do something or go down this one Avenue, you can like there, it, it might not pan out the way you think it is, but you should still a hundred percent go down it and see what happens. Cause I don't know. Like, I feel like we need to really, especially with the next generation kind of just get through that. Okay. You can do whatever you want and keep that going into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we might see a surge in that. And I think, I think so. Yeah. With, I think with COVID and everything, it's really given people time to reflect and oh yes, open their eyes to, yep. you know, maybe this isn't what I want to do and I want to make a change and, and <laughs> doing it, you know? So yep. Big yeah, time. We'll see. We'll see what happens with this up and coming generation. I think it'll be great. It's exciting. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. I feel like people are really, especially this our generation is getting really, um, I don't know the word really, but they're, it seems like they're more open to opportunities and pursuing things that aren't necessarily the norm, Mm -hmm. which is nice to see. Um, okay. Well, this is great. I'm so glad we got to do this, but before we completely wrap up and keeping in with the, the theme of the podcast, how do you like your coffee? (laughs) oh that's that's awesome I wasn't expecting that question oh this is terrible it's okay like like and it it varies with every single person everyone always gives me 
wildly different answers. So I'm curious how you answer it. Okay, your listeners might hate me after this, but I actually don't drink coffee. That's okay. I've had people okay. on that don't. That's totally fine. Okay, but I guess that's not entirely true. If okay. I had to pick my coffee, yes. I would do a vanilla ice cap. Oh, there you go. That's still, yeah, that's fine. Right? Okay. Like, that's yeah, good. if I ever need a jolt of energy, that's what I go to. And then I'm like vibrating. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> the, between the caffeine and the sugar high that you get out of them, you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hey, can awesome. I ask you a question before we go? Yeah. Okay, so when you're podcasting, like you're, you know, you're, you're looking just beautiful. You're oh, dressed thank up. You. So can I ask you, are you rocking like Lulu's on the bottom? Or are you rock, Are you fully like dressed head to toe? Well, I'm, I'm, because this is my work attire, but if I'm podcasting solo at yeah. home, I am literally in my pajamas and like slippers and house coat. So <laughs> nice, yeah. It's one extreme or the other. There's no in between whatsoever. Yeah. If you're <laughs> if you're solo, why not, right? Well, yeah. And those ones I can do at home, um, just because it's easier. I don't have to worry about like connection and Wi-Fi and stuff. So normally it's like end of the day, like sweatpants, everything. Like it's great. <laughs> I just like sit in my room and do my recording and yeah. Oh, lovely. This is yeah. not an everyday thing. <laughs> I, I usually rock like a nice dress shirt up top. Are you, then, yeah, is that what you did today? Are you? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like always Lululemon on the bottom. <laughs> Why not? Business up top. Yeah, that's so funny. Okay, and then for the flip side of it, do you have any high hopes for your year ahead? Oh, I love these beautiful questions. Isn't that neat? High hopes for, oh my God, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to steal like that. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. I won't steal it. <laughs> um, high hopes for the year ahead. Oh, okay. Well. It can be anything. I never really talk about this publicly, um, but I would love it would be really beautiful to have a family. Oh, I love that. I That's so funny. I had someone else a couple interviews back. That was her high hopes. She's oh, like, we're, really? we're hoping oh, to start no a family next year. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. That's like, beautiful. Yeah. And, and like, I, I love it. I'll be honest. Like, I don't know, you know, because, yeah. you know, we've been, you know, you don't have to put so any long. pressure on it. Like, it is what it it's is. like years in like it's yeah. you know that's what I'm saying is that yeah. I don't know how like but I'm just really hopeful that if we're meant to be parents that we'll be parents and that would be an incredible honor that would be amazing yeah I love that oh this is this is why I love doing this um, <laughs> I really okay like that question that's good yeah okay so now I want you to plug all your stuff your social media tell people where they can find you um and yeah, and anything that you're doing with the podcast, like let us know right now. Yeah, so we anyone can find us on uh, Instagram at up top with Taya, and that's T A Y A H, um, up top with Taya, or on Facebook up top with Taya, or uh, yeah, and then and then you can listen to our podcast on any place podcasts are available, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, you name it. Mm -hmm. And um, we would love to, like if you do listen to an episode or join our community in any way, please send a little DM and just say hi because we'd love to yeah. just say hi back. And yes. Like, I don't know. Have that connection. Exactly. Like see how you're doing or whatever. I mean, you don't yeah. have to say anything if you don't want to, <laughs> but it'd be cool to say hi. It is nice. And just to hear like where people are tuning in from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, cool. Yeah. And definitely like I, I mean, I can't say this enough for even my own, but for yours as well, leave those reviews, you guys mm. rate it, review it, do that because it helps us out so, so much. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy or elaborate, but it is really nice to see. And also is so reaffirming when you can read those reviews and just feel really good about what you're doing. And then it kind of gives you that little push to keep doing it and to keep creating all this stuff. And so, yeah, definitely. If you listen, 
to any podcast, <laughs> rate and review it. Um, yeah. Okay, well, thank you. This was amazing. I appreciate it so much. I appreciate you. You're really cool. This has been so neat, like getting to meet you kind of face yes. to face. And we follow each other on Instagram. So well, you're yeah. like exactly how I picture you being That's awesome. 100% how you are on your feet. So it's great. Well, and same with you. Like I just from following because your stuff, I love all your stuff because it's so like, it's just so positive and so bright and like the colors you use on your social media and stuff like that. I'm like, every time I see it, I'm like, oh God, that makes me feel good. (laughs) Well, we're fanning out on each other then because you're putting out some really great stuff and the merch you're slinging. That Um, merch? uh, The merch is blowing me away, actually. Your merch is amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Wow. It kind of has taken off. And I, I mean, when I first did it, I was like, oh, like, I just want my name on, like, I want the name of things on a few stuff and see how it goes. And now I'm like, this is incredible. This is totally surpassing what I had envisioned. And it's, it's really cool. (laughs) Well, congrats. That's incredible. That's just a testament to all your hard work paying off and people really wanting to support your brand. Like that's huge. It's very, it's so like, I'm I'm going home and journaling about it tonight because I just feel (laughs) so overwhelmed with it a bit, but in a good way, obviously. Um, you okay, should well, be yeah. so proud. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to quickly like plug our stuff so you can follow along on Instagram. It's at Caffeine and High Hopes. It's also on Facebook, Caffeine and High Hopes. Super simple. You can listen on any platform. Like I said before, rate and review, subscribe, do all that good stuff and tag us in your stories. It's it's so wonderful to see people when they're listening to it and where they're tuning in from. So tag us in your stories so that we can feature you on our stories and just really connect with you all. And yeah, thanks for listening.